0: This is Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 64th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. We'll discuss the training camp, the Ravens reporting to practice, the 90-man roster analysis, graduation rate of the Falcons, and for our Madden football players, those Madden ratings are out. You know it's the offseason. It's winding down when those Madden rates, ratings come out. So, you know, uh, earlier this week the team announced that on Sunday, July the 29th, they will have a, a open practice at the Mercedes Benz Stadium and will be charging $5 as a fundraiser for the Super Bowl host committee. Now, we're getting close here, we're a couple Wednesdays away. The team will report on Thursday, the 26th of July, and the first practice will be on the 27th of july so the off season's winding down here can start pointing towards training camp and of course the first exhibition game is august the 10th in new york against the new york giants we're actually in east rutherford new jersey so you know we can start counting down we're in that two-week window we got uh training camp clear within our sights. of course you know this will be camp julio whether he shows up and um, uh, continues his or starts a holdout, we haven't had one since 2009, when Roddy White uh, held out for about six days to get his deal redone, or will he just report to camp and uh, let the team hammer out the contract, you know, at a later date? Uh, we'll see. That'll certainly be one of the big issues heading into training camp. Well, today is kind of a football holiday. With the uh, Baltimore Ravens rookies reporting for camp. They'll be uh, in practice today, so that means they got to be playing in the Hall of Fame game. Uh, Ray Lewis is going into the hall, so that makes sense. Should be a uh, nice trek of folks up from Baltimore to Canton, Ohio for the induction ceremonies. Also this week, we started uh, looking at the roster in depth. We were talking to all the position coaches, uh, myself and uh, uh, Kennington Smith, uh, you know, one of uh, the writers who helps out from time to time, University of Georgia, Grady Grab. Uh, grad. So he was helping me with this project here. And we started uh, with the defensive line on Monday, the linebackers on uh, Tuesday, is in today's paper, and the cornerbacks uh, is online right now. And uh, tomorrow morning, the safeties, and then we'll move to the special teams on Friday. That'll wrap up the first five parts, and then we'll come back on Monday, jump on the offensive side of the ball with the quarterbacks, followed by the running backs, wide receivers. The tight end's going to be very interesting. We have some... Uh, Nice conversation with uh, Wade Harmon, the tight ends coach, uh, you know, about Austin Hooper. You know, they really uh, uh, think this kid can develop into a a player as he matures. And then the offensive line. We'll look at, uh, you know, a key there, some of the keys there with regards to uh, uh, Brandon Fusco, Wes Schweitzer, Andy Levitre. Uh, ben Garland, uh, you know, there's some some issues in the interior there. Uh, and then can the young tackles continue to improve? Uh, Jake Matthews, Ryan Schrader, uh, you know, uh, those guys have maxed out. Or can they continue to get better? And, uh, you know, you got to be in the game always thinking you can get better. So we'll look at the line. But, you know, the 90-man roster is going to be tough to make the team this year. It's going to be uh you know you're gonna to have to make it on the special teams, and they're trying to improve the special teams a great deal. So uh, it will be a very competitive camp. And we'll hear that a lot from Coach Dan when he gets back and up and rolling. Uh, but certainly the 90-man roster analysis—it's gonna be uh, there's more than 53 NFL players on this roster. So uh, the cuts are gonna be very tough this year, and. Some of those guys will, you know, be on practice squads and on other teams because uh, uh, the, the deck is pretty stacked here on this 90-man roster. Uh, the secondary is crowded. Uh, the linebacker room, there's some openings there, you know, for some people to, to make the team. Some openings on the defensive line. They didn't re-sign four other defensive linemen. So, uh, you know, Poe's gone, Claiborne's gone. They didn't sign a T T.R. Rubin. Or uh, Courtney Upshaw, who also, uh, they've both been signed, but all four of them have gone to other teams. So, uh, is that going to be an upgrade spot or a downgrade spot? So, it's a lot of competition. Uh, the running backs um, are kind of set, but you got that fullback battle there. I think Edo Smith will take the uh, third back spot behind Coleman and Freeman, that uh, Teron Ward. Uh, I gotta get to the bottom of why he left. I keep, uh, Dimitrov keeps saying uh, Falcons general manager Thomas Dimitrov says he elected to leave or he wanted to leave. I don't know if he was trying to test the free agent market, but I haven't. I don't believe he signed with anybody. But uh, we'll check on that. One of uh, a minor point, but we need to check on it anyway. Now, uh, some other news, off-season news. Um, you know. Uh, uh, Troy Vincent from the league office put out some graduation rate numbers, and so I called the Falcons and uh, uh, see, you know, who else had graduated. They had, of course, you know, Ricardo Allen from Purdue, and I uh, was told that Reggie Davis should be commended for his graduation from the University of Georgia, and that, you know, got a little tidbit of information there too, that 78% of the Falcons players have uh, degrees. And so, you know, uh, that, that's a, a high number, one of the highest in the league. And, uh, the guys have got to be commended for, uh, getting their degrees. You know how tough it is in playing major college football and trying to get a degree. Uh, and the Falcons have 78% of guys that have, uh, been able to do that. Now for our Madden players. Some interesting ratings for this year's team. This team should be dynamite on the field. Uh, Certainly, uh, they got skilled players, highly rated. Got the outside guys, highly rated. Should be able to score a lot of points on Madden this year. Uh, Julio Jones is a 98. Desmond Trufant's 93. Freeman, Devontae Freeman's a 91. Deion Jones is a 90. Alex Mack, a 90. Matt Ryan, 89. Keanu Neal, 89. And uh Tevin Coleman and Grady Jarrett are 86s. So I think you I would uh I would put Coleman and uh Truth, and uh, Freeman in the backfield together on Madden. You can do stuff like that. That'll give uh, teams fits, I'm sure if you could figure out how to Uh, you know, play them off of each other in the backfield and certainly be in line with what the Falcons want to do this season, according to Steve Sarkeesian, is getting both of those running backs the ball a whole lot more, certainly in the the passing game. So we're going to wrap up here. We'll have two more uh, Bowtie Chronicles before we go into training camp mode. Uh, we're previewing the team looking at the 90 man roster analysis. We'll have links to all of the 10 part series and as we go along. So, you yeah, have a little something to, to, to munch on here as we get ready for training camp and uh, later on this month. So, with that, we're going to close here at the 64th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Take care and have a great rest of the week hip-hop is a product of black people it's a product of black song and celebration the atlanta journal constitution presents hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the south a southern hip-hop story we always go back to that moment of the source awards everybody wants a rhythm but they don't want to bloom the biggest names in hip-hop atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop 50 years no one can deny one film the power of the south now the south got something to say